there. I'm Camille Pendleton with Heal with Camille. And I wanted to talk to to you about some things that I do with my one-on-one clients. People ask me, basically, how am I different than other therapists? And I will say that I do a form of clearing. And I'm intuitive about it, but people tend to get quicker results with with clearing technology. And it's a methodology I've used for over 20 plus years. And I've got a lot of clients that will testify that it's definitely an interesting way of approaching their issues in life. And I like to call it the life realignment process. So when a client first comes to me and they're going through life challenges and they've been roller coastering for a while in their world, roller coastering means, you know, no money, no space, no time, or they just seem to be uh, caught in this, this pattern they can't get out of. They are winning, then they're losing. They're winning, then they're losing. It's like they're up and they're down. They're just struggling to maintain consistency or maintain a win, frankly. So that's what I will call a roller coaster person. And people that roller coaster tend to have an issue with picking the right people in their life. So does it sound like you, you know, you're going great. Everything's wonderful in your life as long as you're single. And so if you start dating someone or you get married, you tend to start failing or bad things start happening. Maybe you have betrayals. Maybe you lose money. Maybe you go bankrupt. Maybe you start drinking, get a DUI. It's almost like your life turns into a little bit of a, you know, chaos show. And you pick people that need you. They need you to take care of them. Maybe they're a project. You're saving them. But it's taking a lot out of you. So I would say you need to be careful to not pick people that will siphon your energy. They call them human vampires or oppressive people. I wrote a book, and, and that's one of the chapters in my book, is, is how to pick the people that will serve you in your life, not oppressive people. Because we know, you know, historically, that if we're surrounding ourselves with healthy, good people, we tend to be healthy and have good results in our life. So we are the combination of the five most people that we spend the most time with. We're kind of a combination of their traits and their characteristics too. So I believe that to be true. I can't tell you how many teenagers that I have uh, encountered with with family dynamics that I, I, I work with families. And these teenagers start going through drug issues or you know, just confusion about who they are in their life. And they, they were straight A students. Now they're getting F's and D's or they're sloughing or they're smoking pot or they're drinking or they're having sex. And usually it's because they've got someone around them that wasn't around them before. And this person is now highly influential in their lives. And they've kind of energetically become low, like drop their vibration to that low level. So this is what happens when a teenager starts aligning themselves with their so-called friends. They drop in power. They drop in status. And if, if people don't know them, their own identity, they don't know themselves and they don't have themselves really figured out. They're not really aligned in their life with their character and their integrity. I'm not saying they're bad people, but they're just, you know, not as protective of themselves, really. Then they tend to attract people that will influence them and take them down. So if this sounds like you or a teenager in your life, this is common with teenagers. It's, it's the affiliations and the, and the energy. You yoke yourself with these energies vibrationally and you become like the people you're hanging out with. So if that's going on, there's a way to unplug from that, but you have to identify what's really happening. And usually you've got to look at the third parties around that person that's going through, I call it the chaos or roller coaster effect. So that's one thing I, I touch on with relationship stuff that I work with with people. So when I, when people come to see me, we'll sit and do a life realignment process. And so I'll ask them a timeline, you know, from birth to now, you know, not that they have to put everything in that, but just the things that really stand out when they look back on their, on their past and their history, you know, do they have an era of, 
of success? Do they have an air of failure? You know, were they overweight? Were they addicted to something for a certain amount of years? Um, and does that era include certain relationships in their life? You know, you can kind of start seeing the pattern of how people get caught up in parasitic relationships, I'll call them, when you look back on the history in your era. And history repeats itself if we don't analyze it, if we don't stop and look at, you know, how you wound up being the way you are and how you got those results in your life. If you don't stop and say, well, what was I observing? What was I deciding? What, how was I acting? And then what obviously did I accomplish with that process? That's how life gets done. We observe, we decide, we act, and we accomplish. But if we don't stop and process that and take a look at those things, we're bound to repeat them. And then, you know, we look at love. Look, people um, fall in love with what feels familial. So your first job in life, you know, maybe you're the oldest and so you're the responsible one or the caregiver or help mom and dad out. You know, maybe you're the oldest child and so, you know, you've got this sense of duty and honor and responsibility. But you tend to attract, you know, younger sibling energies, which were babies or brats or could do whatever they wanted. They were spoiled and rules didn't apply to them. <laughs> you know, you just have to stop and look at really kind of pull back and, and observe who you really have been inside of relationships because you're repeating those over and over and over. And that all comes from usually the first job you had in relationship dynamics in your family. So this is just some of the stuff that I will sit and talk with people about. When people have done a handful of sessions with me, they can start, you know, processing themselves. They can start go, they can start looking at themselves and others and really seeing the, the water we swim in. It's like, you know, when I'm talking to some people, it's like I'm describing water to the fish because it's so close to them. It's so uh, almost hidden from their view because it's, and it's automatic. It's autopilot. The things they do are kind of autopilot. They're not even thinking about them. They're not choosing them consciously, but they're unconsciously choosing them, right? So this is, um, the anatomy of dysfunction is what I'll call it. You know, people have, we all have a dysfunction and, whether you know it or not, it's probably running in the background. It's like a background program on a computer and there's a background program running in your life. And when you kind of get to a sentient point in your, in your existence and you look and you say, I really am capable of things and I really want to, you know, manifest this or I really want to hit the highest heights I can possibly get. Why can't I? Why am I, why am I self-sabotaging? Why am I destructive? Why does this keep happening? Like the success keeps just being ripped from you or it's like never, never attainable. You know, why does that keep happening? That's because you've got a background program running and it's preventing you from being your hundred percent A plus best self. And when you can look at that, when you can really have someone navigate this with you, it, it takes a special kind of listening and a certain type of, of observing to kind of really track that with people. I'm trained for that. That's what I have done for 20 plus years. And it, it is a, a definite form of clearing. You clear that out of the way. But people don't realize they've spent their energy doing these things. They've spent their spirit there. So, you know, we are spirits inside bodies. You know, it is, uh, that's just who we are in my, in my world. And so we are always spending our currency, our energy on life events. Well, that's, you know, c- currency is money. Currency is investment. Have you invested yourself in the past in some sort of past, you know, painful memory or past event, past you know, pattern with other people, past relationship. And if you don't stop and process really what that was about and what your results were, you're you're bound to create that in your future. So it's detailed, you know, it's pretty thorough what I do. It's a different way of listening and a different way of processing people. It's a different way of doing therapy. I guess it's a form of therapy, but it's cognitive. You know, I want you to be co-creating and co, you know, discovering this with me, right? And the word is discovery. So 
it isn't like I'm telling you this is the truth. You're going to discover that this is your truth as well. You know, and think of the word discovery. What does discovery really mean? You know, I can tell you how to ride a bike. You know, your butt goes here, your feet go here, you, you know, move the pedals. But until you're, you're on the seat, until you're sitting on that seat, you don't learn or discover the, the word is discover. You don't discover balance until your butt is figuring out balance on that seat. Now you've discovered how to ride a bike. And traditionally, you know, people can get back on that, that bike and ride. Um, you, you never forget that because it was an experiential way of learning. It wasn't told to you. You weren't told how to do it. You had to discover it or you couldn't ride a bike. That's kind of how it is in sessions with me. You're going to go back and, and, and you've discovered how to survive on this planet already. You're discovering who you were in your family. You discovered that if you said this and did that or didn't say this or didn't say that, you'll survive better. But these patterns that got set up as children, if they're dysfunctional, it's how you survived as a kid, probably are what's blocking you in your adult life and preventing you from being who you're really meant to be and getting the results you're destined to truly get. You look, we all know who we kind of are. You know, we, I say we all get aligned to our life purpose. Form will follow the function. So I know I meant to heal. I meant to teach. I meant to do exactly what I'm doing with people. This lights me up. It turns me on. I love people. I love figuring out why they get stopped in life. Why they're, you know, why they're stuck in something. Why they're trapped in a pattern. That's what my, that's my thing, right? That's just my kink, so to speak. So we all have that. We all have something we love to do. We live to do. And if we don't do it, we feel like we're missing out. Or life isn't fulfilling. Everyone needs to do something that they love and that, that kind of brings out the fulfillment that they are lit up by. And so what is that for you? And maybe you don't have to make money at it. Great. You don't have to. It isn't always something we have a business around, but it is something that if you don't do it, your life does not feel fulfilled. So I'm all about creating fulfillment for you, all about creating a life that works for you, that you can step into your true passion, your true calling. And if you don't know what that is, you know, I think you you, kind of do on some level you do, but you maybe haven't articulated that. That's what I'm pretty good at helping you see and help strategize. Well, what's the future going to look like so you can become that, have that self-expression in your future? Because you do want to live an aligned life. You do want to do what you're meant to do. And, and, and again, that is, if, if it's music, if it's connection with people, if it's teaching, if it's leading, if it's in some sort of way, um, related to other people, and it usually is. It usually has something to do that makes a difference or is a contribution on this planet, right? So when you can figure what that is, then you can figure out a way to do that in life. Someone's doing what you are meant to do. Someone's already living your passionate life. So why can't it be you? Why not you? And why, why not now? You can book a session with me and come figure out how to figure that out. You can get on my website and do it right now. Healwithcamille.com. Heal, H-E-A-L, with Camille, I spell it different, K-I-M-I-L-E dot com. And you'll see I've got one-on-one sessions there. I also have a program called Soulmate Second Chance. And this is for couples that have been together for a while. They aren't sure if they're going to stay together. Maybe they're becoming empty nesters. The kids are going. Their reason for being together maybe seems to be leaving. And they've got some issues they got to work out. They've kind of stepped over things for a while just to go along to get along for the family because they love their kids. Not a bad reason. But maybe there's like future concerns and do we, would we do it all again? So these, these are, this is what Soulmate Second Chance is really about is getting you related to each other again. That spark, that passion, that chemistry. Hey, it was there before. It can happen again. But you have some things between you that haven't been discussed. You have to, to kind of get that stuff worked out. And so this is really what Soulmate Second Chance is about. You will get committed or you'll break up. That's usually how it goes in these sessions. You're going to know if you're really meant for each other from this point forward. And I always like to leave with love. So 
you know, you got kids or you have, you have some sort of community that loves you and they, you know, count on you in a way. You can leave with love. You don't have to leave angry or upset with each other. You can heal some things and leave with love. And I'll tell you, this is kind of funny. I, I do mediation as well. I, I, anything people, right? So I'm a mediator, speaker, trainer, you know, healer. Um, I read people, you know, people, it's perpetual. I've never really marketed that I'm intuitive reader, but people just keep finding me. And that's been the most perpetual, um, thing in my business for over 20 years. So I, I do feel like, um, that intuition does help and, and I can kind of spot things, but you intuitively kind of know if this person is going to be your forever person. You do have an intuition about that, right? There, there's definitely a way for soulmates to kind of get back together and make it about themselves again, make it about each other again. So that's one program I offer. I also have a webinar on get on tapping into your intuitive abilities. Everyone has a natural knowing. We all have an ability to kind of tap in and feel things and sense things. And you know, you've had your gut feelings. That's what I'm talking about, right? And that gut feeling is never wrong. And and I know that if I don't listen to that hunch or that little, you know, voice in my head or something nudging me, if I don't pay attention to that, because it's never really screaming at me, it's not loud. It's just this nudge. But if I don't listen to that and pay attention, I'm like, oh crap, you were right. You know, dang it, I should have turned around or I should have, you know, went back in the house because I left my purse. Something. Um, I get that stuff every day, all the time. So someone's working overtime on my shoulder, right? But I do feel like everyone's got that kind of a spiritual connection. If I don't know anything I, I, anymore, I know one thing for certain, okay? I know for sure that we are not alone, that we do have the divine. The divine is present with us always, that we are so loved and we are so cared for. There's been so many moments in my life where I was near death. I could have died and being trapped in a fire when I was 16. I was in a near car wreck. I, I was you know, driving on the freeway, raining. I was speeding, getting on the on-ramp, and I started spinning out of control. Literally, I, I almost got hit many times. Nothing happened. I was praying in the moment, just like, please save me. I was beat up by three girls in, you know, my, my teenage era and two strangers stopped the fight and saved my life. You know, there was beer bottles, broken beer bottles involved. So I, when I look back on these moments and I think, you know, I should have no fear. Like I should really have no fear at all in my personal life. Like I learned something from all these near death experiences, but I also feel like it's like maybe divine's way of saying to me, I'm here. I'm with you. And I kind of think that when these, when life happens to us, everyone has life happening. Life, life's on everybody. When life, life's on you and you're in a near death experience or you're going through a crisis or there's something that's out of the blue just kind of blows you away. Maybe you stop, pull back and look and see if you can sense and feel the divine that got you through that moment that is still present with you, supportive of you. Look, I do feel like we all have some spiritual help and it's up to us to listen. Some of us just don't listen, you know. I've been very uncoachable many times in my life and I paid for it dearly. <laughs> but um, I think that people do have some sort of sense of the divine. And, you know, I've helped a lot of people recover from addictions and betrayals and breakups and bankruptcies. And, you know, they've harmed other people. They beat them up or they, they did some damage to people. Uh, they've got guilt. They just feel like a sinner. You know, they've robbed people. I, I mean, a lot of people find me because they're in their own hell. They're in their own struggle. And, that is not how they want to be identified or identified in life. They want to, they want to live authentically realignment. Can I get back to some sort of spirituality? Am I redeemable? Can I be redeemed? That's truly, I think, some of, um, some of the, my favorite clients that have found me. Um, and again, they find me in the weirdest ways. That's great. I love it, but I know it's divine. But these people that find me, they, they need redemption. They need to feel like that they are not a lost cause, that they truly, truly can 
redeem themselves and connect again and they can be of service. They can make a difference. They can make a contribution. They want to change. People want to change. You know, uh, if you're listening to this video this far, you want to change. You're looking for a different way, a, a different expression of yourself. You want to, you want to transform yourself in some way. Well, that's possible. That's possible with the methodology of clearing and clearing is different than just, you know, than just therapy. It is a, a way you clear yourself and it's a spiritual clearing. It is Look, we have psychic wounds. We're all psychically wounded. We're psychically screaming sometimes, and I can kind of sense that, right? So something happened. You spent your spirit there, and now your energy's trapped there. But you got to live on top of that. you got to keep moving forward. You know, you can't go backward. But you know that from that moment, like hypothetical, you have some sort of uh, abuse, and there's trauma there. And then who are you in that moment? Who were you before the abuse? Who were you after the abuse? You now see that your identity shifted. That moment in time when you became somebody else, and you don't want to be that person anymore. You want to go rewind and get to the other place where you were before the, before the harm, you were innocent. You had uh, a whole new view and a whole new self-expression. But when these traumas or things happen to us, when life happens that we have no control over and we don't understand it, when betrayals happen, all these things, it changes us. We change, right? We relate to life in maybe I'm not so safe anymore or I'm angry. I, I'm hate, I hate people. I hate women. I hate men. You know, they're all this. They're all that. You know, we kind of decide things. We conclude, you know, what life is at the end of some sort of shock or trauma. Um, some sort of event got us to, to think like that. But if you've got yourself in an angry state or, you know, now you're reacting to life in a, you know, you're angry about life or you're angry at people or you're hostile or you're just not feeling like your old self. Something's going on to work on you. Something's going on that you, you used to be and then how you are now. Something happened. What happened to get you there, right? That's what I can help you sort out. Because the moment we have a shock, a shock is a psychic wound. It may not be physical at all, but it's a psychic wound. And so a shock is where you're traumatized by someone that harmed you, betrayed you, they disagreed with you, or they took something from you, they robbed from you. Something happened that you were kind of brushed with an evil. And that evil uh, altered you. It made you a different person. And that's what you're still stuck with. So if you have had something happen that you just can't get back to your old self, that's the kind of people I work with. And we kind of work through the shock and trauma and get you to life realign. You need to realign with your life. And you get back in the driver's seat. You're not at the effect of what happened to you. You're not, not at the effect of another person. You're back in control. You're back in choosing your responses, choosing your feelings, choosing how you think about something where you used to be, right? Where you had a lot more self-control, a lot more power. So just trying to uh, give you a little bit of insight in kind of what I work with, the kind of clients that find me. We have something called, I, I call it the anatomy of dysfunction. And I'll just read a little bit here. I wrote a book. It's called Reframing Your Life, A Guide to Becoming Invincible. Uh, it's on Amazon and Kindle. It's Reframing Your Life, A Guide to Becoming Invincible. It's purple. And uh, my, you can search by my name, Camille Pendleton, K-I-M-I-L-E-P-E-N-D-L-E-T-O-N, or the title, Reframing Your Life, A Guide to Becoming Invincible. It's on Amazon and Kindle. And I'll, I'll talk about what basically the anatomy of a dysfunction is. There's four stress-related thought types. And so when you look in the field of the mind, there's four um, negative mental energies, I also call them. But these negative mental energies and stress types are upsets, disagreements. So when you're upset with somebody or you're disagreeing with somebody, that sticks with you. It doesn't feel good. You're, you're stuck with something energetically, emotionally. So I teach people how to, how to undo upsets and disagreements. 
quandaries. A quandary is you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. You feel stuck. You feel trapped. I love my children, but I hate my wife. I love my kids. I hate my husband. Um, I love my job. I love what I do, but I hate my coworkers. It's where you find yourself in life. You're in a, you're in a situation where you just can't get out of it. You feel trapped. So I help you kind of navigate how to get out of those quandaries. Guilt. Guilt is a big one. People, you're either guilty because of something you actually did, or you're guilty because of some sort of perceived wrong. Like, um, sometimes people have odd religious guilt. And so, you know, sexual stuff, you know, masturbation, um, feeling like a sinner if you like sex, things like that. Guilt can really, really hamper a person's self-expression and make you really shy and insecure. So I, I love working with people that have guilt because, um, I might, I too have a guilt story. I'll tell you another time, but you know, guilt really is something that really kills our self-expression. So once people let go of their guilt, man, they can just fly. And then there's fear and repressed traumatic memories. So, you know, people, we, we all have something that's happened to us that really probably, you know, is still lingering. It's still kind of affecting us. And we say that's never going to happen again. Well, it'll never happen again. But that, again, limits our self-expression. So my world and, and what I do with people is, again, realign them, life realignment process, get you back in control, get you back connected to who you really are and your soul connected to who you really want to be. And you're living the expression of life you really want to live. You know, people make more money when they work with me. They have happier relationships. But my ultimate goal is that you feel better. You feel better about you. You have a direction. You you know who you are. You're aligned with a purpose and a passion. And then you can live true to that purpose and passion. I hope this helped explain a little bit about who I am, what I do. I'd love to talk to you one-on-one. I've got webinars. I've got uh, Soulmate Second Chance programs. I, I've got a lot of stuff I do. I've got a book. Uh, look look me up. Yeah, uh, email questions if you have any. Um, but you can find me at healwithcamille.com. That's H-E-A-L with K-I-M-I-L-E dot com. Looking forward to meeting you. <laughs>